Now, let's talk sports with Kanoa Leahy on ESPN Honolulu. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Let's talk sports. Kanoa Leahy coming to you from the Paxa Studios in Honolulu. My special guest co-host for the day. Always a pleasure having this guy, a heavy hitter in the house, Rob DeMello, KHON2 Sports Director, also known as Robbie D. And he's in the place to be. That was somebody else's catchphrase. But uh, Sitting hey, Robbie, here how you doing? with Kanoa Leahy. Hey, hey right hey, on. We're up? freestyling <laughs> over here. Uh, Robbie, how's it going, man? It's going good, man. Uh, how's everything with you? Uh, okay, okay. Obviously, uh, our hearts are heavy here this week uh, because of what has transpired, uh, particularly in Lahaina on the island of Maui, uh, as the death toll continues to increase now, uh, the last report at 36, but I think the expectation is that it's, uh, that number is going to uh, increase here as uh, more information comes out from this. Uh, and you're starting to hear, um, whether directly or through social media or whatever, some really harrowing stories of what happened uh, just a few nights ago. Uh, when the uh, wildfires just absolutely tore through Lahaina Town, uh, one of the most historic towns in Hawaii. used to be the capital of the kingdom, Lahaina Luna, uh, the oldest high school um, west of the Mississippi. Like, just crazy, crazy history and culture and tradition associated with that place. And so uh, just that by itself is uh, enough to cause us to just be very sad and and really be very shocked, I think. Um, but then the harrowing stories of the people involved with these fires and having to escape and, and basically run for their lives as these flames uh, were just uh, churning through the neighborhood and at an alarming rate. Uh, I talked with a friend of mine, a family friend, just this morning. Uh, we were pretty worried because we had not heard uh, from them, and that is the case for many people because of the cell phone towers that were knocked out, uh, very little communication, still no power in a lot of those areas. Uh, and so communication has been in a premium, uh, but I did get a call from, from this person, um, and I was very relieved to receive that call. Uh, he is um, uh, married, father of two, um, Kids are a little older, but they still live there. And so uh, he called and said that everyone's accounted for. They escaped narrowly. Um, they are staying with a friend uh, in Napili right now. Um, and uh, they lost their house. And they lost their car. And they lost everything. They, they were able to even get the dog out of there with them. So uh, thankfully, uh, they were able to survive. Uh, but that said, what he described, he was separated from his wife for several hours, right? And because there was no communication, he did not know what happened to her. She works at the bank just off of Front Street. And so she was on Front Street, basically, in Lahaina when the fire was tearing through there. And as the flames were starting to engulf all of Front Street, uh, you heard tales of a lot of people who jumped into the water because they literally had nowhere else to go. Uh, she jumped over the the guardrail uh, there uh, of, alongside Front Street and basically was clinging on to the oceanside rocks right there and was just sitting there until she thankfully miraculously uh, was one of the people who was rescued in that area uh, but she did not reconnect or reunite with uh, her husband uh, for about five hours and so he was going through just the gut-wrenching experience of thinking that uh, you know probably lost the house probably lost the car I may have also lost my wife and they were able to reunite 
uh, at, at their friend's house in Napili, and I can only imagine through his voice he was able to, to very much display the emotion that he must have experienced in that moment, like that, that extreme level of profound relief to know uh, that everyone was accounted for. Uh, not everyone has been so fortunate. And so it's just, you know, I talked about it yesterday with Billy Hall in the house. Uh, sports is, has always been kind of that, that respite, right? It's that area we can go to. It's the playpen. It's the playground. It's the place that's away from some of the controversy and some of the more serious stuff that brings us down on the daily basis. Um, and we do want this to be that. We do want this show to always serve that purpose, at least to an extent. But when something like this happens, uh, something that is so sort of over-the-top shocking um, and, and, and something that, that I think viscerally impacts us, um, I think it has to be discussed and it has to be referenced. It can't be ignored. We, we played a couple of sound bites from a couple of the Maui players on the Rainbow Warrior football team. I know you had that uh, for KHON2 sports coverage last night uh, as well. Heard from Timmy Chang. Uh, and so this is, this is just one of those times where, where the, the sports world and something as, as disastrous and catastrophic as this, it just sort of intertwines, right? This is one of those times where uh, these two pathways cross. And in fact, we're going to talk a little bit more about how logistically it's going to have an impact here in this first week of prep football because Lahaina Luna head coach Dean Ricard is going to join us in segment number two. But uh, yeah, sorry for rambling. It just, uh, you know, I, I just feel like um, we would be doing ourselves a disservice or we would certainly be... Um, operating from a disingenuous space if we were to just be like, all right, let's just talk about sports, waka, 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 you know? Yeah, I mean, because that's not how we feel right now, right? I mean, we, we're we not in the, the headspace to ignore everything and just talk about sports because it's fun. I mean, it's part of the reality right now, and I think anyone that lives in the state of Hawaii is somewhat connected to tragedy with what happened on Maui. And we, we all have family, we all have friends. I mean, you spend a lot of your time on Maui. So I imagine that you are very close to it and, you know, it, it's heartbreaking and, and, and you just feel for all these people that are affected and, you know, you know what it's like to, to work in the news industry in a time like this where, yes, I'm in the sports department, but you know, when things like this happen, it's all hands on deck. And so I'm editing news pieces to help out uh, some of my colleagues that are reporters. And, and yeah, man, like you just can't escape it. And, and you start thinking about what happens from here and, and how are these people going to get back on their feet? And, you know, we've, we've covered so many natural disasters and, you know, floods and, and those are horrible and, um, you know, it displaces people. And, and I can't remember anything like this where you start to think about and, and how do you wrap your head around and fathom how many people are going to have to completely rebuild their lives and and yes we're very thankful that so many of them so many of them made it out safely uh not everybody did um but then it's just like where do you even begin to rebuild your life losing your home losing your car um, you know, for many people losing their jobs because of what happened, right? And so I, I just feel for everyone that's going through it. And, and the beautiful thing about living in Hawaii, and, and you could say this about anywhere in the world, and, I'm, and, I, and I hope that everyone can say this, but living here, you know that people step up to yeah, help man. others. And you're yeah, starting to man. see that in just a couple of days. And, and you hope that as the days go on, it, get, it just grows bigger and bigger and bigger. But um, I hope that everyone that's going through it right now, that they, they can feel 
the safety net of the community supporting them. And I really hope that they're able to go through their days feeling that. Yeah, I, I think you're starting to see already reports of over a million dollar donations being made through the Maui Strong Fund uh, that's associated with the Hawaii Community Foundation. Uh, you have even more grassroots level fundraising uh, campaigns and efforts led by uh, none other than Ilima Le McFarlane, who ended up teaming up with uh, Quentin Quarantino, which is a uh, an Instagram account uh, who, you know, obviously grew in popularity during the pandemic. You can tell by that name, uh, but then became this like fundraising mm -hmm. uh, bastion for a lot of different causes. And they've basically teamed up and they are in the higher 100,000 range right now uh, as far as money that has been raised and accumulated. I, I want to say at last check was almost $650,000. And it's a pretty grassroots uh, type of campaign there. So uh, you see that. You see the generosity. You see the expanse of that, right? Even beyond Hawaii's shores, there are people from other areas of the world. Um, you know, I think you, you see the affection that people have for this place. And, um, and that's a great way to be involved, right? Um, money is important at a time like this, right? And, and so donating money, donating time, if you have the means, um, there are also other ways you can donate supplies. Uh, I think state capital is starting to collect uh, some mm -hmm. supplies. I know, uh, Outrigger hotels is going to be, um, cooperating with some of the surrounding businesses in Waikiki, and they're going to do basically a supplies drive through the weekend. Giovanni Pastrami will actually be a location uh, you can drop off uh, supplies like toiletry supplies or clothing, shoes, all those kinds of things, towels, just all these things that we would otherwise take pretty for granted um, these people don't have. Like the People in most cases just basically ran out of their houses with the clothes that were on their back. And so um, they're starting from scratch in many ways and so these are just some ways uh, in which uh, people out there can can donate and we're just we're already seeing such a phenomenal kind of response uh, in that way uh, like you said there is uh, despite this this senseless tragedy um, there is some beauty there right in in, in how people respond to it uh, and, and something that I think is uh, very special here in this community absolutely and you know, head coach Timmy Chang talked about it yesterday at practice, uh, like you'd mentioned. And, you know, there, there's so much of a a message and, uh, you know, building the identity of that program around representing all of Hawaii. And, and when that happens, when you have an entire team feeling like they're representing all of Hawaii, then when something tragic happens to people in Hawaii, they feel it as well. And they're going to carry that. And, you know, you, you brought up a good point as far as sport is the escape. Um, but it has its purpose to help people escape, but then also help rally people together as well. And so um, I think sports will play a big part in the future and the rebuilding of Lahaina and helping these Maui people because what sports provides is a big collection of people at one place at one yeah. time um, with all the same mindset. And when you get those people together, then you can hold events, you can hold fundraisers, you can hold can good drives, you, you know, everything like that. And so I think sports will play an important role moving forward 
um, in in trying to help everyone that you can on the island of Maui? Uh, as mentioned, uh, there will be an effect on this weekend's prep football schedule because the MIL has officially announced that they are going to cancel uh, all of the games that MIL teams were involved with here this weekend. I think that's going to go uh, even further uh, into the schedule for specifically Lahaina Luna. They were scheduled uh, to play a game on the 18th as well against Edison. Edison is not going to be making that planned trip to the Valley Isle. And so we're going to see, uh, you know, sports seems so trivial uh, in the midst of all of this, but we are we are going to see at least a direct effect on the prep football schedule uh, here this weekend. And uh, to try to put some of this into perspective and a very first person perspective, mind you, uh, we are going to be talking with Lahaina Luna head football coach Dean Ricard uh, on the other side of this upcoming break. Um, he is a guy who had to evacuate. Uh, he is a guy who is openly wondering um, when coaches, players will be allowed back into Lahaina. Uh, what is to happen with this upcoming football season for Lahaina Luna? Uh, a lot of questions that uh, have to be answered. And again, um, there are just greater priorities at this moment in time than football. And so football, justifyingly so, uh, it's it's being placed on the back burner here uh, a little bit. And that's very understandable, I think. But uh, we are going to try to associate um, the, the sports aspect of this hour uh, with what's going on by talking with uh, Dean Ricard, uh, co-head coach for Lahaina Luna. Uh, we sh- yeah, we'll go ahead and take that break right now, as a matter of fact, uh, and then we will get in touch uh, with Coach Ricard. Uh, just a reminder here, stay cool this summer. Get the new Bosch Inverter Central Air Conditioning System that qualifies for up to $1,000 Hawaii Energy rebate. Ask your contractor for the Bosch Inverter. I got Robbie D. in the house, and we will talk with uh, Lahaina Luna football coach Dean Ricard when we come back. Welcome back. Let's talk sports. Kanoa Leahy here in the Paxa Studios in Honolulu. My guest co-host for the day is Rob DeMello, KHON2 Sports Director. And uh, as we were talking about, obviously, uh, there will be an effect on the prep football schedule here this weekend uh, because of the catastrophic uh, fires and and just what has transpired here over the last uh, couple of days on the island of Maui. Um, The MIL canceling uh, the games in which MIL teams were to play here on Saturday, Baldwin versus Edison of Cal. California, which was supposed to be at War Memorial Stadium, Lahaina Luna versus Hilo, also at War Memorial Stadium, and Honoka'a at King Kekaulike. Those games uh, will be canceled. To talk more about this uh, and maybe share uh, some some information firsthand here on what is uh, transpiring over there uh, on Maui, we welcome to the show co-head coach for the Lahaina Luna football team, Dean Ricard. Coach Ricard, how are you doing? Hey, coach. Hey, do we, hey, how's it going, coach? Uh, first off, uh, thank you for making the time to do this. I, I know that this isn't easy, uh, and there is a lot that is going on. Um, but if if we can just ask you first off, how you, how your family, uh, how you guys are doing here right now? All uh, right now, you know, I mean, we've uh, we're together, and uh, you know, uh, just it, it is what it is. We're doing the best we can, and you know, just uh, taking it day by day. Right now, uh, we're still. You know, for for me myself, and I'm sure a lot of other families, uh, you know, we just we're missing a couple family members, or they are unaccounted for. So we're just kind of waiting to see, uh, you know, uh, receive more information and take it as it comes. So, uh, but other than that, you know, I mean, 
personally, my family is okay. Uh, I, I spoke to some of the other uh, coaches and, you know, glad to hear that their family is okay, you know, whatever sporadic communication that we do have uh, because of the communication problems. So, you know, and checked up a couple of our kids and myself, I look at the, uh, the, uh, uh, the list that's provided by the county of people that are uh, listed as missing and, you know, so far, None of our kids are are there, and yeah, it's kind of a kind of a, a heavy heart day every day for now. So, well, we will keep you in our prayers and and hope that uh, your family's names do not appear uh, on that list, uh, and that eventually everyone will be accounted for. Um, the damage that has been done has affected so many people. I know you were among those who had to evacuate. Um, can you tell us? Uh, what kind of damage uh, your home may have sustained, if you even know uh, as of yet? Yeah, I, you know, some good news out of this whole uh, tragedy is that uh, I was uh, fortunate to, my house was spared, which is wow. great, because, uh, um, but my uh, parents' home, my brother Todd, who's, uh, uh, my brother Todd, my daughter and my son's uh, homes were completely destroyed, along with that entire neighborhood that they lived in, in Lahaina, and along with many, many other uh, neighborhoods. I mean, it's what you see on television and what you hear, and I mean, seeing it uh, up close and, and personal, it, it, it's, it's devastating. And, you know, they describe it like a war zone, and it is like a war zone. It's like a, something dropped and just spread out and... You know, that day, I mean, I'm sure the fire was just so uh, fast moving. Of course, uh, the winds didn't help and the drought itself. But, you know, it, it wasn't, it was unlike the uh, 2018 fire where, yeah, they, they had some head time to, to evacuate. But this one just jumped out on everybody. And, you know, and unfortunately, you know, uh, the reports were six originally and then it goes to 36 and you know i i think in reality it'll it'll climb hopefully not too much more than that but that's you know that's the unfortunate part so but yeah i mean it's it's devastating no doubt uh, and it's going to take the entire communities uh you know uh, sticking together and uh pulling through this thing and just coming out of this stronger than ever hopefully uh, but for now you know it's just a matter of you know, uh, accounting for family members and taking care of, uh, you know, the immediate family now. So at this point, at this point, you know, football, I know this is sports and everything, but as much as we try to teach the kids that sports is, you know, a reflection of life. And this is a great example because, you know, it teaches you adversity, overcoming adversity, teamwork, cooperation, you know, fighting through things, but that's the game. Now, what you learn from that sport and what you do in the game transcends to real life, and this is real life right now. So, you know, uh, the game itself is just a game. This is way more important now in taking care of uh, our uh, families, our community, and uh, rebuilding because that's what it's going to take. I mean, you just look at what you're seeing on social media. It's exactly what it's going to take, rebuilding this entire community. So. Well, that's very well said, for sure. Thank you for, for putting it in those terms, Coach. Appreciate it, for sure. Rob, you had a question? Yeah, Coach, you you were talking about it as far as the game, right? It's all just a sport. And, you know, with, with that being said, 
you have no idea when you guys are going to be able to come together as a team again, but how important do you think that part will be for the young student-athletes to be able to have time together, to be able to be with their coaches that spend so much time with them and relay so many life lessons along the way? How, how much are you looking forward to that day that you can provide that mentorship and, and to be able to be there w- with your student-athletes? I mean, yes, we, 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 we do look forward to that day. But right now, <laughs> I, as it stands, I, I think the entire preseason has been canceled. So at least for two weeks, the next two weeks, you know, this coming weekend and next weekend, all those preseason games uh, has been canceled, I believe, for the MIL. And we'll take it from there, from my understanding, and con- when I contacted our AD and see what happens from that point. Um, but, yeah, I mean... You know, aside from, you know, the support that we're receiving from all the other schools here and those students and those uh, coaching staff, they've already reached out. And, you know, like any other community in Hawaii, everybody's always there and stepping up to the plate to assist. So that, that's, that's the good part. But, again, it's still it's still a, a, a devastating tragedy to view it. And, again, you know, you're right. Uh, I, I think the kids, our players, were and what sports can uh, teach uh, once we come back together is just as uh, crucial and important to, to uh, you know, their, uh, their uh, mental state of mind as well. And it'll also take away or take their minds off of what's really going on at that time and kind of remove themselves temporarily at least uh, to, uh, you know, get back into that uh, social network uh, outside of just thinking and dwelling and, being so heartbroken about the tragedy that took place. So, yeah, it's important. It's very important. And as, as much as we would like to start as soon as possible, you know, we still need to make sure that mm-hmm. all the uh, crucial elements are in place, you know, with uh, electricity being brought back and uh, infrastructures and, you know, cleaning up of debris. I mean, this is unlike any other. Uh, I, I can't, in my lifetime, I'm 59, I can't think of any other disaster that's is worse than this, aside from maybe DQ or whatever the case may be, but I think this is even worse. So, uh, and, you know, we're talking about the entire community. It's not just a specific section. So, but what sports can do and what bringing the kids back is, at least for the moment, you know, continue that, uh, that mental toughness and, and, and uh, uh, learn adaptability and uh, make the necessary adjustments and, and just go on with life you know i mean it's, it's simply stated but it's not but it's a process and that's what you know that sports can bring to to this this uh this uh situation you know that we're facing now so yeah we're we're, we're hopeful that uh, we'll get back out there maybe in two weeks when things settle down a little bit more and you know all the infrastructural uh things are put in, back in place and then uh, we'll take it from there and see what happens with the uh, the rest of the season at least for us mm-hmm. uh, line of is what i'm talking about yeah. i'm sure that the mal will go on but you know we'll we'll, we'll stand as a as a, as a school and whether you know our kids will be uh, ready to play and i hope they are and you know we'll be there for them you know we'll provide what we need uh uh, uh counseling whatever the case may be i'm sure we're going to take care of all that and we'll have things in place so that we can uh, bring back that uh, you know that pride and that uh, school spirit to back into the community and at least start from there
Well, it is a prideful community, that is for sure. Uh, it is a town that is enriched in, in history and, and culture, um, and that, I think, is also connected uh, to Lahaina Luna as an institution. We're talking with Dean Ricard, head coach for the Lahaina Luna football team. Uh, what about the school and the campus itself, Sukuli Stadium? Uh, was there any damage sustained there? No, um my understanding from what I observed myself was that majority of the, uh, well, the damage, the entire damage was below the bypass. So the school was not affected. And uh, wow. uh, Kilowell, Maka 3 neighborhood, which is a residential neighborhood right below Lahaina Intermediate and Princess Nahiana, which is the elementary and intermediate schools, and the Lahaina Luna, of course, at the top, um, they weren't affected by uh, the fire, which was, you know, uh, unlike the 2018 fire and the other, you know, so, so the school, the only reason school and everything's been closed down is because, you know, we have borders who were sent home, of course, we have mm-hmm. border players and they were all safe when they left. But, uh, yeah, we're just waiting for electricity to, to, to get back in place so that they can at least think about opening the school. So we're not even sure when uh, the school will reopen as far as the Honolulu. So what, what is, is, you know, this is such a, period of, of shock, I think, right? You talk about the process and it's just, you know, the, the community coming to the the realization of what is happening and, and we're just seeing that, that visceral response kind of happen in real time. But what is it like o- over there right now? I mean, uh, trying to account for anyone that you can is, is has, has sort of cleanup efforts uh, begun or, or what is going to be kind of the first stage here on that road back, that process that you allude to, to maybe getting back to some kind kind of normalcy uh, in Lahaina? Well, I, I mean, first and foremost, you know, you have uh, a thousand plus people that are going to be displaced. So finding uh, shelter and mm-hmm. uh, trying to find some type of normalcy and get back to normal normal living while they, you know, take care of whatever they need to take care of to rebuild their lives, you know. Um, that's that's a priority, the, the making sure that we find uh uh, shelter for these people, but cleanup efforts have begun. Um, I know that we have federal assistance, and they have a, a group of federal personnel here assisting with uh, right now search and uh, rescue or, or search and recovery. They're plotting out the the, the, the entire uh, 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 site you know, of the fires. Uh, I know my brother works with the, the county crews. They've you know, and hands up, I can't go without saying that everybody's doing an unbelievable yeah. job around the clock. You know, the yeah. county crews, the public works, especially our firefighters and our police officers and the EMS so and the hospital. So, yeah, um, cleanup efforts has begun. Uh, after that, you know, they'll make the decision, you know, the officials will make the decision when we can start moving back uh, because of the... Uh, amount of power lines that are down, even though my understanding is they're not active, but it's still a lot of debris that are hazardous and, uh, you know, there's biohazard uh, problems as well. That's what we've been told. So, again, it, it, it is. It's like a war zone, and right now they're just keeping everyone out. Uh, if you were in Lahaina and on the outskirts, you know, like Kaunapali and out towards Nopili, you know, still people are staying with families there, so they're fortunate. But the only problem with that. And concern is that no one has able to contact, uh, you know, like normal uh, mm-hmm. cell. You know, it's sporadic texting, sporadic cells. 
So they're trying to set up some type of communication system. The county is trying to take care of that. Um, we just saw a notice of uh, uh, they'll be uh, asking people to, to come and try and uh, locate family members so they set up a, a, a facility for that. Um, yeah, so, you know, we don't even have a, we don't really know how long we'll be without power. I know they got the crews working full time. I believe they brought in some people from um, uh, Hawaiian Electric from off islands to assist. Uh, so I know firefighters from Oahu is here to assist. So yeah, uh, it's 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 unlike anything we've ever faced. And but again, you know, as long I, I think we'll pull through for sure. You know, this this community has that mental attitude, that toughness. So just gotta stay strong. But it's gonna be a long road, though. It's gonna be a long road, no doubt. And uh, again, everybody right now, the main concern is just trying to take care of their families and and help out each other as well. So, And there's a lot of that cuckoo going on for sure, no doubt. People are just stepping up to the plate big time. Uh, that's wonderful to hear. And, and Coach, we can't thank you enough for, for making time to talk with us. Um, you know, I think it helps to just get the message further out there uh, to hopefully prompt people to pitch in in whatever way they can. Uh, like you said, this is going to be a long process. It's going to be quite the rebuild. Uh, but if there is a town that has the resilience to do it, uh, it is certainly Lahaina. And so uh, that program of yours has been an embodiment of that for so many years and uh, we wish you the best we are thankful that your home was spared uh, and best of luck in locating uh, other loved ones uh, that you have yet to contact uh, we will be praying for for that as well so uh, coach thank you so much uh, thanks for talking with us and uh, and and god bless going forward thank you very much Kano. and uh, Ron, again just thank everyone for the thoughts and prayers and just stay strong aloha Aloha. Take care. Dean Ricard, co-head coach for Lahaina Luna football. Uh, was interesting how he sort of drew the parallels between football and some of the lessons you learn in football and applying them to real life and saying, hey, look, football is a game designed to create chaos and pressure and anxiety to a certain degree, and it is up to you to figure out how you are going to deal with it. And here is now, in real life, uh, perhaps the most uh, extreme version of that kind of chaos and pressure and anxiety. And how are you going to deal with it? Will you let it beat you? Will you succumb to it? Or will you find a way to still thrive uh and 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 although it will require work and effort um those are some of the parallels that he was drawing and i, I thought that that was actually uh, pretty fascinating much love to coach and, and and his family and and everything they're going through and yeah what he talked about you know essentially the the game of football it, whether or not lahaina luna plays a football game this season remains to be seen whether or not they're able to return to the practice field and and take part in football activities obviously remains to be seen but it will be very important that these teammates find ways to get together and the, and and for the school to be able to put these guys together cuz like you talked about the the game of football creates these situations puts you in in these situations that can help you later in life but you know, what happens too on a team is that you are put around people that you go through those situations with that give you more confidence than you might not that you might not get elsewhere. 
and, and to be around certain people that make you feel like you're the best you and that you can get through these things um, will be very important for these teenagers uh, to have moving forward. So I really hope that sometime soon that this football team can get together and they can spend genuine time around their coaches and and whether or not it's to play the game or football uh, I, I think it will be important for these student athletes to be together to, to help them through this situation because and even like coach talked about you know mental health and and to be able to get counseling and I mean because this is a very very tough situation to go through for whether you're a grown adult or whether you're a young person. Uh, This is going to take some time to to be able to navigate. Yeah, I mean, it almost seems foolish to be talking about football, and we did so minimally there, really only with the uh, logistical aspect of the MIL games being canceled here this week, Uh, and I think likely the first two weeks, uh, even behind Luna already basically saying, because Edison didn't come out here, uh, that their uh, game on the 18th of August is also canceled. Uh, And I think the question will be, like he said, uh, the MIL will probably roll on here this year, uh, there seems to be a question mark regarding Lahaina Luna football. And it wasn't really a question that I was particularly interested in asking whether or not he thought there would be a season. Uh, it just doesn't even feel like we're there yet. No. It's like we, that's not even something to be concerned with at this point. We'll revisit that perhaps a few weeks from now. Uh, but I do sense that uh, there is a chance that there may not be a Lahaina Luna football season here this year. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, a very good chance that that yeah you're, you're gonna not have football part of that community for uh, some time. Um, I think the most important thing is is finding ways for these student athletes to get together though, yeah, and, yeah. and to be able to go through this together. And and at this time, um, with no one allowed in Lahaina, and you have players and coaches that are put all around the island and um you know and, and um, i imagine there's probably family members on the complete other side of the island that they've had to go and and stay with um uh you know that that's my concern or that's the hope that i have is that it's not whether or not they play football it's when can can these young people get together and be able to go through this together because they will be the most important ones to help them through this all right, big thanks once again to uh, Dean Ricard. Uh, with all of that going on, he still made time to talk with us, and, and we can't uh, share our appreciation with him enough for that. Um, all right, we will continue to pray for them. Um, we are getting, as mentioned, uh, constant word on other supply drives that uh, are taking place, including our neighbors at M. Dyer Global. Uh, they're partnering up with our shipping companies to bring much-needed supplies to Kokua, the people of Maui. Uh, they are asking for water, camping supplies, baby needs, batteries, towels, non-perishable food items, and feminine hygiene products. If you have the means to be able to uh, provide some of this you can drop off these items at m dyer global's pearl city office between 8 a.m and 4 p.m through thursday august 16th again you can drop off these items at m dyer global's pearl city office between 8 a.m and 4 p.m through thursday august 16th just another example of how the community is efforting to step up here uh, to help out uh, all of our uh, brothers and sisters over there on the island of maui all right we'll go ahead and take a break more or less talk sports and we come back
What's up? Welcome back. Let's talk sports. Kanoa Leahy along with Robbie D. Rob DeMello of KHON2 Sports. We're in the PAXA studios in Honolulu. 808-296-1420, the number to call. You can also text into that number via the Zephyr Insurance text line. And we do have a caller uh, looking to get in. Uh, Junior is on the line. What's up, Junior? How's it going? Good. How are you guys doing? Thanks doing a okay. lot for bringing the, Thanks, Rob and uh, Kanoa, for bringing in the coach, man. And, oh, I thought he was just a regular guy, you know, in terms of um, just a regular and he is, I guess, a resident of Maui, and he just said, just like the sports terms, yeah, just hang in there, next man up, you know, just the same philosophies <laughs> that we were learning as kids at Little League or whatever, and um, that's all we got to do. We got to help each other. Uh, you mentioned the food drive, you know, that 10 to 2 or 10 to 2 at the Capitol. You know, I, I just encourage all your ESPN listeners to, you know, if we were in that situation, um, Honolulu would be devastated, devastated. But this island community, just like what happened in Kauai many moons ago, the community came together, and you could hear it in uh, the coach's voice, man, you know. Even though it's bad, they're coming together as an island, and that's how I think we should be on all islands, you know, as and. Just a couple of days ago, I'm just saying something ironic, but a couple of days ago, we were worried about where are we going to fit in in football. Hmm. And right now, we don't even care. I'd rather yes. be in the brotherhood, enjoy the first game, you know, seeing you guys on uh, Spectrum, Kanoa. <laughs> and as we, as we win the first two, okay? Hey, hey all right. The first two, and then hopefully uh, we don't get too cocky, Kanoa, so don't let them too cocky on the TV now. And that at least they won their first, uh, what do you call that, conference game, and then we'll be okay. Well, Take that, care, Kanoa and Rob. Hey, appreciate it, Junior. Thank you. Uh, some much-needed perspective, I think, right? Because he's right. Like We were, we were like, what's going to happen? Conference realignment. This is the most important thing that can be going on right now. And just the perspective that is uh, thrown up on us like a ton of bricks, right, where it's basically like um, – uh, yeah, that stuff doesn't really matter. Like, let's be thankful that we're even playing, right? Like, the UH football team, you, you kind of sensed it from what Timmy Chang was talking about when we talked to him yesterday, Rob. Like, you just kind of got a sense. It's like, okay, um, this football thing is important, but there are so many other really important things, so let's use this as the escape from that. Let's use this as the, the means uh to, to, to be able to find some joy and appreciation in our lives amidst all of the, the tragedy that's occurring around us. And, and an opportunity to inspire others, too. I mean, if you remember that 2018 season opener for the University of Hawaii football team, there was an incoming hurricane scare to the islands right when the UH football team left to go play Colorado State. And they rallied around that, and they knew right. that people were going to be at home watching this football team, and let's give them something. I remember I got a clip of the, the pregame speech that Rolo gave to the team, and it was all centered around that. Think of your loved ones. Think of your family and your friends that are back home right now. Give them something to smile about through this anxiety and through this stress. And they went up there, and they – played brilliantly and they beat Colorado State and so uh, I definitely think I mean we talk about it all the time where sports is a game and sports is this little niche part of our society and our culture um, but at the same time it plays such an important role in healing it plays an important role in motivation in joy 
you know, there, there's so much that the game can do for others when they're going through hard times. Yeah, and I think going back to what Coach Ricard was talking about, the lessons you learn by playing the game. And, and I've always thought, you know, that's the importance of extracurricular activities. It gives, you know, kids outlets creatively or otherwise. Uh, but particularly in sports, uh, it, it teaches you lessons on not just like how to succeed, because I, I don't think you learn as much if you're just always winning from the get go when you set out to play youth sports. Uh, I actually think the lessons, the life lessons, the truly valuable ones, uh, they uh, are they take place in the failure. Like it's 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 teaching you how to fail. Right. Because failure is going to happen. You will experience that kind of heartache. You will experience that kind of disappointment. It is how you respond to that. That's where the true value, I think, of youth sports uh, and the lessons that we learn when you play sports at a younger age like that to me is the essence of it. And so I thought it was perfectly tied into this by Dean Ricard saying, hey, look, let's just take some of that that we've been preaching to you as coaches, to you players. Let's take some of that and let's try to apply it to real life now. Yeah, absolutely. And and being a father, watching my children go through the youth sports, um, to be able to see them go through that. And, and you know, because I don't remember when I was a kid, like what that felt like. And right, like I, I can't remember those thoughts that I had at that time but when I watched well especially the failure you were, yeah. all, you were always <laughs> yeah. winning you know? it, yeah <laughs> totally uh but then to be able to watch my kids go through it and and us talk it out and try to explain to them how this makes you better and 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 you know I I'll tell them don't waste your mistakes right they're gonna happen like these mistakes are gonna happen don't waste them like embrace them like walk away knowing like oh I'm glad I went through that because now I won't I know what to do in this situation. They won't happen again. And, and so uh, absolutely. And it all goes back to what you always talk about. It It's sports. It's, it's not life or death. And so these are learning lessons that you can welcome because, yeah, they're not – they don't mean anything at yeah, the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, yeah, uh, But they can make you a better person in other facets of life sure. if you allow it. Sure, yeah. That's the beauty of sports, right, is there's always another game, right? Um, at least in theory, there's always another opportunity. Um, and this is, I think, uh, an opportunity to apply some of that uh, in, uh, you know, this doesn't have to be the end for Lahaina. This doesn't have to be the end for Lahaina Luna football players or, or Lahaina Luna sports in general. Um, you know, there, there can be a bounce back. It's just going to take a lot of effort and it's going to take the community uh, at large um, to, to really help in, in assisting uh, with, uh, I think, the, uh, the rebuild and the reestablishment uh, of Lahaina Town. Uh, all right, we are going to take another break. When we come back, we'll get into our best and worst. Uh, one of the bests will involve a professional golfer with ties to Maui who's doing something pretty cool to show uh, his support uh, for the disaster that occurred uh, here this week. Uh, you are listening to Let's Talk Sports. Hey, I want to thank the good folks at Domino's Pizza of Hawaii for sponsoring Let's Talk Sports. If you order online or via the app, you can save uh, as much as 20% off on your order. In fact, there are all kinds of other uh 
combo deals that'll help you save uh, while also getting some good grinds from Domino's Pizza of Hawaii. We deliver aloha. All right, Kanoa Leahy here in the Paxa Studios in Honolulu. Rob DeMello of KHON2 Sports uh, is my co-host for the day. Big mahalo once again to uh, Lahaina Luna football coach Dean Ricard for joining us earlier and sharing his experience as daunting uh, and as harrowing as it has been uh, sharing with us what is happening over there uh, in Lahaina. That was some uh, very valuable insight and we once again encourage everyone to look into ways that you may be able to donate or just assist if you have the means uh, help out our brethren over there on the valley isle all right uh let's get into our best and worst uh there's just so much worst stuff going on right now this week uh it almost feels like it's just repetitive or it's counterproductive to be coming up with other things that are worst uh because there's nothing that is worse than what is happening in in real life right now on the island of Maui. So I, I think that's co- just I co-sign on this. That's you just know gonna I sit do. there. That's just gonna sit there as like, all right, that's the de facto worst for the time being. Maybe we try to inject a little more feel goodness uh, into the festivities here, uh, and let's focus on our bests. <laughs> what is your best, Rob? All right, my best uh, goes out to former University of Hawaii linebacker Jelani Tavai. The Patriots have their first preseason game here today, and. You know, kind of how it is in social media and sports now. All the organizations, heck, the University of Hawaii does this, uh, where they they take photos and video of of the athletes walking on, right? And and so the Patriots do this thing called look good, game good. And, <laughs> and so, you know, all the players, it's strategic. They wear, like, the branded oh, clothing yeah. that all they're sponsored the drip, by. Bro. And they got they got to make sure that they, they have the, the, the right appropriate clothing uh, that's going to help them further along their career, right, from an endorsement standpoint and all that. But Jelani Tavai comes to the game today in a University of Hawaii football game-issued sweater, Hawaii football across the chest. It's up there on the Patriots' uh, websites. And, and so just that's the best because you know, like I said, that is not by accident. He thought about this. He's putting Hawaii out there, and uh, that's big time. Yeah, re- representing, man, representing the alma mater. I love to see it. Um, very, very cool. I, I didn't see the, the picture. Does the the jersey look nice. You have it up there on, on your laptop. Oh, okay. Very cool. Yeah, he's going uh, full on Hawaii football. I love that. Uh, all right. My best is, do you like how on our audio platform, yeah. I'm like, hey, that looks, <laughs> oh, great. that looks great. Oh, right there. That looks awesome. Yeah, that's a professional for you. Uh, Colin Morikawa, PGA Pro, uh, pledges $1,000 per birdie in the upcoming FedEx Cup playoffs. To, that, to go towards the Maui recovery. Now, for those who don't know, uh, Colin Morikawa has uh, direct ties to the island of Maui. In fact, his grandfather owned a restaurant called the Morikawa Restaurant right there on Front Street in Lahaina. And so he just posted on Instagram, people of Hawaii are going to need all the support that we can give them. During the course of the FedEx playoffs, I'm going to donate $1,000 for every birdie that I make. So uh, here is to Colin Morikawa, hopefully shooting very, very low in all of his upcoming tournaments. All right, that is it for us. Once again, thanks, Robbie D. Appreciate it. Thanks to Dean Ricard. We'll see you later, everybody. Have a good one.